Aloha and welcome to our radio audience. You're listening to BBS Radio Live. And this is Station 2. And this is a night at the round table. I'm your host tonight, uh, Dr. Vinayak. And I specialize in bioenergetics and uh, spiritual counseling. I'm extremely happy to have you with us tonight. And I'd like to introduce our co-host to you. We have uh, Caroline Ocean Ryan, who is a author and a she works with a, um, a psychic medium uh, called The Collective. And um, she's absolutely amazing and also does a tremendous uh, job on a abundance call twice a week. So we're happy to have Caroline with us tonight. We also have uh, Randy Miller here, who's an energetic healer and uh, a wonderful human being, very connected with the Keshe technology and very knowledgeable about that. So he's open to all uh, questions uh, regarding that, if you're interested in that uh, piece of technology. And uh, we welcome Randy. And we also have our Faction 3 White Knights with us. And that is uh, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green. And we are extremely happy to have them with us because they they keep us uh, on the straight and narrow. They tell us the truth. And it's like we have our direct communications with galactic beings and, and the higher-ups that uh, let us know what's really going on instead of the fake news that we might be subjected to. We also have with us our uh, friends of the radio, uh, Micah Green. Welcome, Micah. And Penny Christopherson. And we welcome Penny. So um, I think that covers this there. Uh, let's see. I don't have the, uh, the phone numbers handy. Does anybody have those that can... Pop on right now. We'll get those. Yes, ranked. I can. I can. The Go call, ahead. Yeah. The call-in numbers are 888-429-5471. And the second one is 323-744-4841. Do you want me to repeat them, Vinayak? No, that's fine. I have them now. So thank okay, you good. so much, Penny. Oh, okay. All right. So um, now it is time for our meditation. And this will be a short meditation to just get us all in the correct space of alignment and centering ourselves. So I invite you to just notice what's going on right now. Take note of where you are in your environment.
take note of what your breathing is like. Notice if your body is comfortable. If it's not comfortable, what can you do to make it more comfortable? So I'm going to invite you to take three breaths. Three deep inhales with me. And the first inhale. And breathe in. And breathe out. And what you're going to breathe out is all of your past. Just let it all go. Just let it dissolve into nothingness. And the next breath, you're going to breathe in. And now we're going to let go of all of the future. Let it completely go. If, if there's no future at all. All your future plans, everything that you've thought about in your future, let it all go now. And the third breath, I'm going to take a deep breath in. And on this exhale, you're going to breathe in this now moment. This present moment as if it is the only thing that exists. Be completely here now, if you can. Notice what that feels like. What does it take and what does it feel like to be completely in this moment? This present, which is where the presence or the gifts that are available to you are made available, and the only time that you really have is right now. And breathe that into your heart. Put all your attention on your heart right now. All your awareness. Perhaps you feel gratitude 
Perhaps you notice love. Perhaps you notice the parts of your heart that are not optimal for you. Whatever's going on in your heart, just let it all go and be here now. And allow your energy to go downward, meaning feel the gravitational pull from Mother Earth. And as you feel the gravitational pull, also notice the energy and invite the energy up into your body from Mother Earth. And feel her ever ongoing, lasting support. Supporting your aliveness. Providing you nourishment. Actually providing all your needs. Divine Mother Earth and Nature. Of which you are part of. Of which you are one with. Feel that energy coming up into your body. As it travels up your, the bottom of your feet, your ankles, your legs, your knees and your calves your pelvis. Continuing on up into your chakras, your base chakra, your root, your sacral area, your solar plexus, your heart, rising up into your throat, third eye, brow center, center between your eyes, Perhaps you have a vision there. And now let the energy rise into your crown. 
imagine a beautiful lotus flower with a thousand petals opening up. And perhaps you notice the energies that are flowing downward to you from the heavens as you send your beam of light from the top of your head into the cosmos. Allow that energy to rise as high as it wants to go. That beacon of light that you are. The divine, the spirit that you are. This God force energy. Goddess energy. In perfect balance and harmony. Allow that energy to flow back down into your body. Now I invite you to fill your body with light. You feel so light now that you almost feel as if you could float. your body takes on more and more light and you shine even brighter as you radiate more love and this love flows and radiates all around the globe around this beautiful planet we call Earth. This planet that we are blessed to be here, to inhabit, to experience. To experience all the dualities. And yet remember that we are one with all that is. And let that love that you are radiating out flow back to you, multiplied, amplified, energized. And notice that love returns to you with gratitude. Gratitude from all beings on the planet who actually have felt and feel your radiant love and light energy. And take a moment to acknowledge yourself, to hug yourself. Love yourself. To know and remember that you are the divine.
and we are connected to everything. Knowing that we are one with everything. Knowing that we are here evolving. Raising and lifting the vibration of Mother Earth along with our own consciousness. Increasing our awareness, increasing our sensitivity, increasing our gifts. Allowing those gifts from all the previous lives to return to you now. In full acknowledgement and deep and loving gratitude for who you are. Choosing to be alive. Choosing to be. To be. Here. Now. Thank you. Give each other a moment to come on back. Perhaps re-enter your bodies. And yet, remaining in this expanded state of awareness, this expanded state of consciousness, this expanded state of alertness, as you listen to our show, And we invite you to call in with questions. This will be a roundtable discussion tonight. So we welcome all your questions. We're here to be of service. We're here to be uplifting and to lift each other up. And you can do that by calling in to our Phone numbers of 323-744-4841-323-744-4841. Or you may call our 800 number, which is 888 888- Four two nine five four seven one eight 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 four two nine five four seven one. Everybody, take a deep breath as we welcome our first co-host that will be sharing insights and awarenesses. And let's call on Randy Miller, if you're ready, Randy. I'll take that stalking stick. Thank you, Vinayak. You're very welcome. Well, tonight 
I'm going to talk about a bunch of different things. Let's talk about Saul, the son. Any of you who've been following space weather, as they call it, will be aware of the fact we have had more solar flares this month than any other time in history. This is a cycle that the sun is going through. This is a natural cycle that happens through time. People say, well, why didn't we hear about it before? Because we've never had the instrumentation like we have today to measure these things. We just had, and are going to have again, another X-class solar flare. There's many different classes. The biggest thing to understand about the class of the flare is not just the size of the flare that comes from the sun and is hurtled towards the atmosphere of the earth, but it's the speed that it happens. There is an X-class flare, supposed to either hit Friday or Saturday. They estimate it's going to be between 1 and 2.3 million kilometers per hour wind. When that wind, which is plasma energy, which is light, and those photons hit our atmosphere, they're going to change into neutrons and protons and atoms and all them fancy names science has for it. And actually, it's cosmic light that's being allowed through the atmosphere that hits our Earth, our atmosphere that we live in. And this energy raises the vibration of everything. Every single living organism is affected by these energies. So all the animals, all the people, all the plants, everything's affected. People say, I am so tired. I don't know why, but I just can't get to sleep. I'm wired, then I'm tired, and I don't know what. I don't know what day it is. I forget what I'm doing. That's because these magnetic energies are helping our bodies change from a carbon-based, calcium-based body into a light body. But we are keeping the traits of the physical body. And the hardest part of the physical body to go through this transformation is your bones. It's because they're so dense. And the reason they have to be dense is because that is the part of your body that takes in this cosmic energy transforms all the 73 trillion living cells in your body, and then the energy that it doesn't use, it returns it back into Mother Earth. So we begin in a loop-based system. The sun sends the energy to the Earth. We receive it. We send it back to the Earth. And the Earth radiates and sends it back to the universe. This is a natural, universal law of flow of energy. And we all know, anyone that's in the energetic field, 
and understands that they, what they call health of the human body is based upon all these energy fields. The electrical fields, the magnetic, the chemical, the emotional, everything. And if these energies don't flow properly, we get what they call dis-ease or disharmony. But at the same time, these cosmic energies are providing the human race with the ability, like we did in our meditation, to clear the past and also clear the future. Because we need to start living in the moment, living in the now. We can't go to a fortune teller and get the future because we haven't created it yet. The one gypsy girl I've known for many years said, very simple, you create the future as you go ahead as a spiritual being having a physical experience. I can't tell your fortune. I can look at the cards. I can look at the moon. I can look at the sun. I can look at your hands. Look at all this stuff. But the two minutes after you walk away talking to me, you've just changed your future. She was the only honest one I met over many, 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 many years. She said, because that's the way the universe works. And we understand how the universe works and how we, as a spiritual being, need to flow with the universe, then everything that we think of will come to us. But if we block it by hating it and being angry and being in fear, the universe isn't really going to cooperate with you because you're not cooperating with it. Look at your animals. Look at what's happening in the animal kingdom. The animals are getting lost in all sorts of different things because their natural magnetics, their radar systems are also thrown off by this. So we have to realize that we're in a transition period. We've already done it spiritually. But it takes a while for the physicality to catch up. So, on another note, when we look and we see right before our very eyes that the matrix is actually falling apart. And the reason it's falling apart is because some of the investors that it invested in certain things, are losing their money. I'm just trying to find the article. Just give me a second here. Where did it go? Anyway, somebody bought stock in Netflix. And they thought it was so nice that they were able to have the opportunity to buy it at such a price. And uh-oh. The stock has dropped. After Netflix crashed in the Q4 2021, Bill Ackerman had purchased 3.1 million shares of Netflix stock in the mid $300. He said he was so happy that him and the remarkable company he and his team have built that they are presented with the opportunities to buy Netflix stock. Well, 
Netflix stock crashed at 35%. His loss was less than delighted with the latest opportunity the market presented him. Because in this case, he lost $430 million in four months. So we have to realize that this is a signal to all of us that the matrix that they've created built on the false illusions of money and power and greed and control literally is falling apart. And the best thing we can do is forge ahead. Take care of your families. Take care of your health. Those of you that have pets, take care of your pets. And above all, do not waste your energy or your time trying to wake what they call the dead. The dead are the people that are not spiritually awake. We, as an awakened soul, have to respect that other soul's choice. He choose and they choose not to be awakened at this moment. So don't waste your time and energy because you're not going to get any return on your investment of trying to spend the time and energy with that person. So invest it wisely and speak with friends, family, and people that think along the same lines. And this will change the energy. This is what the Kestrondation talks about, the peace dome. If we talk peace, spray the Gans waters outside to change the plasma dome, we will change the planet. And something happened last night during the Kesh meeting. Mr. Kesh asked for help for the foundation. And in as little as three hours, they raised about 45,000 euros. He simply asked for a donation. He said, we need some immediate funds to do something. He says, I can't go into it right now. So this is what happens. When you, be- when you know that you're going to get a return and not necessarily monetization on your return. What are we all after? Love, peace, and happiness. We can't get enough love. So I'm going to hand the talking stick back to you, Vinayak. So much, Randy. That was a wonderful update. Thank you for all your words of wisdom, encouragement, and upliftment. Uh, as you tell us the good news uh, with what's happening with cash as well. So now I'd like to pass the talking stick to our beautiful and wonderful medium and channeler, Caroline Oceana Ryan. Thank you very much, Vinayak. It's very kind of you. Um, I have I have really been feeling a bit under the weather. These energies have hit me very hard. And yes, as Brandy was saying, I feel quite exhausted. So I don't know as I have much to contribute uh, this evening. But, um, you know, except just to try to encourage everyone to give yourself the rest you need. Drink a lot of water. Uh, don't be hard on yourself. Don't And don't stress that you're deathly ill. I know some people have come down with some fierce... Uh, cold or virus of, of one kind or another. I don't think it's uh, the one that um, has been put into our environment the past few years. I think it's something else. But 
Um, if this happens, you must engage in powerful self-care. And if you don't have a naturopathic physician in your life, look up the supplements and vitamins that can help you. Please restore your body and give your spirit time to just to be calm. And, you know, we're not doctors here. We don't pretend to be, but I encourage people to look into and educate themselves on holistic remedies and holistic support for your system. And it might be something as simple as a lot more structured water and more time outside, out in nature, if you're well enough. Um, But let yourself rest. Please don't sort of try to berate yourself into holding up your usual schedule as if the planet was not transforming because it is, or as if you were transforming because you are to a beautiful higher level, as Randy was saying, we're coming out of that old, you know, carbon-based cellular structure and into um, the luminous light beings that we are. So um, that's that's really my take on the current energies, intense solar flares. And I'm interested to hear if Rama has any input from his friends about these solar flares, as well as the astrological configurations that have been very momentous and very powerful lately. So. Thank you. I'll pass that talking stick back to you, Vinayak. Thank you, Caroline. And I would like to dovetail on what you're saying because I think it's so easy to question or to think that there's something wrong with you, with ourselves. And it's really everything is right with us and we are being transformed. We are being energized. We are light beings. And many of us are receiving many gifts at this time, as well as learning to vibrate at this higher frequency that is uh, being presented to us now. And so be more loving to yourself. Uh, Really, I mean, I, for one, know what it's like to beat myself up. And it's a learning process. And if you can be more gentle and be more loving, to yourself and to others, be compassionate uh, and understand what's happening as we all let go of the old paradigm that we've been living and indoctrinated into, actually conditioned into our being. And all of this is changing now. And by tuning in, by relaxing, by breathing, by becoming aware of this now moment, this is how you give the gift of relaxation and of awareness to yourself. 
So do indeed rest when you need to and be kind to yourself, be loving to yourself and to everyone else. And know that everything and everyone is shifting into this greater and higher dimension. And ultimately, we've been there before. We do know it. We do recognize the vibration. And we're just encouraged to remember it now. So I'm going to pass the talking stick to our Faction 3 White Knights, Rama and Tara. Rama, do you have any updates for us? Well, first off, let's let's have you check in and, and see if you'd like to just share what's been going on for you and uh, the energies that you're experiencing now. So, Rama, I got to talk and stick to you. Greetings, everyone. I, I can say that, like what Commander Randy said, I can personally attest to these X-Class Solar Flares that um, I could describe it as the Grateful Dead song. What a long, strange trip this has been. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with the transfiguration of our son and us, because we are intimately related. And this happened once before, only we don't recall it. And it happened 26,826 years ago. Climate disruption, consciousness raising, and conflict. And it's all happening right now. And I keep being told, infinitum ad nauseum, stay in your high heart and don't let the dark side mess with you. Because they are pushing They are pushing real hard to get you into, you know, what about this? What about that? And um, not to change the subject, Miss AOC put out something today. I read it somewhere where the energies are that volatile that we could have another January 6th kind of event. That's what the Republicans want. And the dark side. And, you know, place of violet fire. How I could say this is affecting me is uh, I'm seeing the particles uh, of light coming in from the sun. And sometimes they're showing up to me like the yods. And this is what was explained to me by Sweet Angelique the Cat. The Yods are the fire letters in the Keys of Enoch uh, by J.J. Hurtak and his wife. And they, uh, how he describes them in the book is Hebrew letters. I don't exactly see them like that. I see them as geometric shapes that are constantly changing and spinning and 
overlapping on themselves uh, and constantly sending out psychedelic colors. And at the same time, you get a real sense as these particles touch your hand, touch your skin, you can feel the energetics of it if you really tune in. And it is a good thing, yet what is going on on the planet, most people are so caught up in the matrix and the yada yada, they are not not taking moments to get in touch with these energies pouring in to help us um, raise ourselves up. And it's quite amazing to behold because there are so many different facets to this puzzle. And it's simply about sending more love to the most horrendous situations going on on the planet right now. I pass the talkie stick. (laughs) Well, thank you, Ross, for me, right? Yes. I was just thinking of um, when we first started all of this journey, Rama. Mm -hmm. Back in 1991 in particular, and we were living with Shield and Sharula at the time. And um, what was that called? The, uh, the At that that time, uh, it was a special day. 11-11? Um, or 1-11? It was, uh, oh yeah, 11-11. Uh, was it 1991? Yes. Yeah. Right. And eleven uh, eleven is what, Rama? That's eleven eleven is what, Rama? Oh um, that's a gateway. It's uh Yeah. And it and there was one thing before that in nineteen eighty seven, harmonic convergence. Yeah. Yes. And that one in particular, the uh, photon belt started to come onto the planet. And it originated from Alcyon, the great central sun. Uh, And Lord Alcyon is Mother Sekhmet's twin flame consort. And every yuga, 26,826 year cycle, they literally trade places. Yes, they do. Which is uh, something to say that there's only one of us here. And we have a balance that brings about this change. And so there's only one of us here amongst us together. Uh, And that is that sense, that maniac Uh, pointed out so clearly in the meditation today that uh, harmony uh, harmony of the spheres is going on too Rama's been getting those messages 
Yeah, the particles of light from the sun, this, they are, the sun is literally singing the harmony, the symphony music of the spheres. That's what it's called. And as you were to go and listen to the energies of the sun on the internet, all you can hear is static and white noise. Yet within that static and white noise, there are um, voices and sound frequencies and all kinds of downloads of the energies pouring in. That's what I can say that I'm seeing the yods, the fire letters. Oh, yeah, you're going to read about that. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the particular readings. Maybe you can turn this light on so you can see, Rama. It's 10 minutes of the hour here. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up is that our original template for all incarnational patterns is coming back to us because we're moving to a higher dimensional reality and we're going to be spending quite a few decades learning how to anchor the fifth dimensional energies on this planet. And we're just sticking our baby toe in the water, you might say, right now. Baby steps. And there's a certain amount of, uh, you might say, um, humility. That's a good word. Uh, we think we know so much and we're just getting started as to how to do this little project, <laughs> which isn't so little. And I say the same thing. I've been <sighs> taking a deep breath consciously a lot because the energies are, as Bernie Sanders says, huge. They're just huge. I saw Bernie Sanders talking a little bit about just kind of in a warning-like manner that beware what's going on here with some of these um, characters uh, in the red state governorship. Uh, DeSantis comes to mind. He's he's taking away rights, right, left, and center. And this reminds me very much of... What happened, I wasn't there. I was in the etheric, yet we are everywhere at once and nowhere at all. During the time of Nazi Germany, they were singling out people who were gypsies, who were black, who were gay, who were transgender. I mean, they're doing the same thing right now in Florida and banning books. All kinds of books that they don't want to hear anything about. <laughs> yeah. And it's about erasing our very violent history of this um, republic as we can keep it. it it's well, it's not like Amy Goodman says democracy is a messy business. Yeah. It is. But the most important thing is, you know, 
to be able to have your voice. Yeah, if you don't have your voice, I mean, right now, Julian Assange is kind of, you know, hanging in the balance. And as he gets extradited to the United States, Dr. Daniel Ellsberg said that is a stark warning to every single one of us if we want our First Amendment rights. Well, we're talking about journalism there. That's right. That's the end of journalism. And us right here doing this. You know, we're all enemies of the state till we're not. Well, the thing is, is that he's not guilty of anything except no. doing journalism. Right. He's guilty of telling the truth. Well, yeah. To the point where it hurts. Yeah. You know, but, um, how we do this is not with violence. No, it's not. And uh, with dialogue. And this is why we're here today, tonight. Invite everybody to just, you know, share with us as you see fit. And uh, I will just say, may we pass every test. And the tests are really strong right now. There is an, uh, a very strong effort to end democracy through the Republican Party right now. Yeah. And again, as we have that challenge, well, let's see what we can do about meeting that challenge. And let's do it with love. I pass the talking stick. Does anybody else pass the talking stick back to you, Vinayak? Thank you, uh, Dara and Rama. Um, I would just like to uh, chime in here with our phone numbers again. Invite our listeners to call in. Perhaps we've stimulated some questions for you. And our number is 323-744-4841 and 888 888- Four two nine five four seven one, And just a reminder that ponder the thought for the idea that the possibility that everything we've been taught is reversed or opposite. And so question everything. And really take into your heart of hearts what you're hearing and what you're learning and whether or not it is truth. For truth only exists within yourself. And how you resonate with that. So... All of our education and all of our history. Just imagine questioning that. If we were told the truth or not about it. Or is there something more that we need to know? And that's what this show is really about. Is is to give you a background a depth of understanding that perhaps you haven't been exposed to before. So with that, I'd like to call on Rama and the 
visitations and the, the guests that he's uh, had the opportunity to talk with over the past week and see if we have any updates from you, uh, Rama. We're looking forward to your latest reports. Okay. Um, well, I'll start on Friday. This is the Dalai Lama, the real source of peace of mind is love and compassion, not the love we feel for those who are close and already affectionate towards us, but an unlimited sense of altruism, love that can be extended to all beings, including your enemy, which is only human, which only human beings are capable of. And this is Friday, the the 15th. Uh, I received a call from Rosa from Palestine at 12.05 p.m. this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, many worshipers who came to pray, some for Good Friday, others for Ramadan, were met with live bullets and smoke bombs from the IDF forces. More than 150 people were injured. And I read somewhere today, in fact, Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk in the Avengers, said more than 500 people were hurt at the Alaska Mosque. And they are kind of uh, trying to ban Mark Ruffalo from Twitter because he's starting to tell the truth about what he's seen in Gaza and Ramallah and it's not pretty what the IDF are doing indiscriminate murder more um, the Dome of the Rock just another day in the Empire where are Luke Skywalker and Han Solo when we need them The solar flares are really going off today. Big stuff. X-class solar flares. This was the 15th. Today's the 21. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stay in high vibes. Call in the office of the Christ on this Good Friday. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste. Rise up and blaze the violet fire. This is Saturday. I received a call from Ray McGovern at two ten, at twelve ten p.m. early this afternoon. He said to me, "Lord Rama, this holodeck program called Ukraine is a giant earthwide psyops. It is about the fallen matrix that has been going on." For 13,000 years, it was first created by the Nephilim, who created the civilization of Samaria or Babylon. The empire of fallen angels is at an end. It is all about the transfiguration of our sun. Saul, see you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam, namaste, and blaze the violet fire. This is Tuesday. 
the Dalai Lama had um, a video. I wasn't able to really see it. I just got the picture. A young girl asked His Holiness if he ever gets angry during his meeting with friends from around the world at his residence in Dharmasala, India, on April 11, 2022. And there's a picture in the report. And um, I didn't get to see it, the video. And this is Tuesday. So did the, did the Dalai Lama answer her question? I think so, but oh. I wasn't able to see the video to play it. Uh, can I interrupt for a second, Brahma? Yes, yeah. he did answer her. And of course he said no, you know, that he just listened to people. And she just, she is as cute as a bug's ear. She just stood there and wrapped that uh, 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 cloth, or I guess it's a wrap, you know. She kept fiddling with it the whole time. Yeah. 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 It's only eight eight seconds of what he say, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) It was a very positive answer, of course. Yes. And this is Tuesday. the 19th, I received a call from Sweet Angelique the Cat at 12.30 this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, I am in my shuttlecraft over the Arctic Circle, observing and taking data in the form of amino acids and electromagnetic pulses and sending this data to the amino acid computers On the New Jerusalem, the sun is continuing to discharge the music of the spheres in the form of X-class solar flares emitting from the far side of our sun, Saul, the side of the sun we don't see. The particles that are coming in are like the odds the fire letters spoken of in J.J. Hertak's book, The Keys of Enoch, channeled to him by Lord Metatron. These yods or particles are sentient beings. As we choose to sit quietly and meditate and open our hearts, we'll be showered with these sentient particles. The dark side continues to expose and collapse themselves before our very eyes from within the fallen matrix. War is never the answer. Kindness, love, and compassion are the answers. I will be seeing you soon, sir. I'm closer than you think. Satnam Namaste plays a fire. And this is uh, from the Keys of Enoch. The last, the lost spectrum units, which can connect the human race with higher races of intelligence, sharing the same consciousness, time track, a spectrum created from the divine letters, which can be used to raise the consciousness of individuals, decoding for biological transmutation through subatomic levels so that 
nuclear chemistry and biochemistry share the same process of change, enabling the body to be rebuilt cell by cell with life. This is what's happening right now, and I'm seeing it every single day. I'm just saying, as you asked. That was a definition of what word? Uh, a yod. Okay, that's yeah. what I want to All right. And this is Wednesday. I received a call again from Sweet Angelique the Cat today. It was 11.05 this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, I am over the area between Alaska and Russia, over the Aleutian Islands in my shuttlecraft. Today, Russia tested an ICBM intercontinental ballistic missile capable of carrying 10 nuclear warheads to its destination. This was a warning, a great warning to the West. Then she went on to say, Lord Rama, remember Captain Astar's words, no nukes, no dates. We are here in your Earth's orbit. The stakes couldn't be higher. Call us in. The sun continues to pulse. The light waves, music of the spheres continue to pulse across the Milky Way galaxy. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste. And then I went up the mountain today and sat in Aspen Meadows today between 11 and 12. I got to see three deer, a raccoon and a badger. They were all very hungry. So I fed them the compost I had with me from our kitchen. They scarfed it up pretty quickly. Then Chun Li called me from an undisclosed location in China. Chun Li has been a bodyguard for Natasha in years past. She grew up in a Shaolin temple as her parents left her there as a small baby. Subsequently, her parents were killed by the Chinese government for being activists. Chun Li said, there are U.S. military ships parked in the waters very near Taiwan. China told the U.S. to mind its own business because Taiwan has always been a part of China. She continued, please place all of this in the circle of support. We are in for some very wild times as we move into eclipse season. The sun continues to send out X-class solar flares. As it seems we couldn't get much higher, we are moving even higher. There are portals opening everywhere. Color galactic bands in. We are here. Namaste, place of fire. I pass the talkie stick back to you, Vinaya. Thank you so much, Rama. Uh, Tara, what would you like to add to the report? 
Vinay. Oh, boy. I'll just say that couldn't be, I mean, like, a, like we couldn't be closer to something happening that we've all been here and involuntarily came in this time to manifest. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to ask for a clarification if I can jump in for a minute, Tara. Sure. Um, I was just taking notes and Sweet Angelique said, I'm over the area between Alaska and Russia over the Aleutian Islands. She was in her shuttlecraft and she said, today, Russia, something, and I see an intercontinental ballistic missile. Capable oh, they, of- she, they, uh, Russia tested. Tested. All right. Now, yeah. is that um, saber rattling is that them making a threatening gesture or is that uh, a pretest? No, it was a real test. They tested a missile, and and, and in a sense, there's a deeper story about a about. Uh, and Mr. Cash pointed something out very strongly that Ukraine is part of Russia's motherland. It's and yes. And the big story is that the bully from the West is acting up, and this is no time to be doing such a thing. Here, folks, uh, we have a caller on line one. We want to take our caller. Carlton, you're on line one. Say hello. Hello, Dr. Vinayak. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Carlton. Thank you. Glad to hear it. Glad everybody else is doing well. Hey, um, just want to, uh, along with uh, dear Caroline there, just want to ask a couple of uh, questions to follow up some of the comments here so far before we get too far down the road. And so one, um, so that, that ICBM test, I mean, if your contacts are mentioning that, and then mentioning no nukes in the same breath, it sounds like that's kind of a matrix play, but a an out-of-matrix play at the same time. So it appears to be saber-rattling by Russia on another level is saying, hey, um, remember... That somehow this is supposed to be a reminder to to the to the U.S. and NATO and the West to tone it down, even though it looks like it's an escalation. Is that kind of how we should be looking at this? Yeah, I could say that. Yes, because okay, um, Putin put uh, did a speech in two thousand and seven. Yeah, And he basically said, as we are pushed all the way to the edge, we will have no choice except to do what we're doing. And right, right now, the West is moving ever closer, NATO, to the edge of Russia. And uh, as I recall, 
You know, the West said we would not move one inch closer. And we have moved a whole lot of feet closer. About 14 countries closer. Yeah. <laughs> from one and, Exactly. Right. So it's still along those lines. I got you. And um, is, you well, be, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's even more than that, Carlton, because there are uh, Nazi activities uh, going on in Ukraine and Zelensky is one of them. And we're not, right. ta- yes. we're not told about that except through alternative media, which is kind of twisted as well. Because this is uh, right. Well, they, pull, they pull the most powerful alternative media, RT. Yeah. Uh, some weeks ago. Yeah, which of, course, which of course we're programmed never to trust, and especially now that uh, this conflict is going on, that that any any semblance of or possibility of um, you know respecting it um, <clears throat> has now been toned way down. So I can see how this conflict really fits in with what you also said earlier in terms of. Uh, a big uh, psyop. Now, let me make sure we get that that psychological warfare operation. That's what psyop is short for. Is that right? Yes. Because that's important to understand here. Because that's how this war, with everything that we're trying to trying to do to uh, reach the truth about what's going on. Obviously, there's a totally aligned push by. Uh, corporate media and anything close to corporate media to keep those kind of questions and observations from coming out. So obviously that, that, that is directly uh, to the site, to the, uh, to our psych, our psychology. So I get that you real quickly. Also, you mentioned Taiwan. Let's go there for a minute because, um, the understanding we, we've, uh, we've always, maintained is that Taiwan is uh, is trying to break away from China and it seems like your contact cast doubt on that that uh, narrative can you go into that um there's been a lot of controversy about Taiwan because it has to do with the dirty deeds done dirt cheap by our military playing in the Pacific Rim of Fire with China. And I believe it has to do with strategic areas of the Pacific that the United States is claiming it has its rights to China is also claiming it has rights to, and it's very muddy in the mix. And well, China is saying that Taiwan has always been part of China. That's right. That's and historically, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And there are folks. So, do that- we? Is, is the short is the short story that Taiwan is propped up by the U.S. Also, more or less. Well, there's a lot of young people over these last years that have been 
very activist oriented and they've been getting themselves uh, taken to jail in China and they haven't seen a hide in their hair of them ever since they did that. And they knew they were Okay, but how's that connected to Taiwan? Well, uh, they did this in in Taiwan. The the Taiwanese young people did that there. But they were also um, in solidarity with wanting to have a democracy. Yes, rather than being told what to do from Mother China. And we are pretty nervy to put our huge military ship in the waters right off of Taiwan and think that that's just hunky-dory fine and dandy. That's like pushing the river, to say the least, you know. And again, intervention looks like the only, the only ultimate way that this is going to be handled. Because- All right, so we've, we've already cast doubt on the narrative that Ukraine should be um, sovereign from Russia. We're, you know, we're saying historically uh, Ukraine was part of Russia, right? Um, are, we, are we casting doubt on the narrative based on what you're saying tonight that Taiwan should be sovereign from China? Um, I'm going to say not exactly for either either one of those things you said, Carlton, because you might say there's a new energy in town. And mm-hmm. so the jury is out across the board. All of those things are canceled because we're going into learning how to walk the path of the fifth dimensional way. And so those things are coming from the third dimensional way. And as okay. yeah, there's a, there's a bridge there that, and um, I just think that maybe I'm going to call on, if I might, I'm just hearing that the collective had something to say that might help. Is that right, Caroline? <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I don't know if you were hearing that. You might have been hearing me because I'm very, um, I won't say rattled, but not very happy that Sweet Angelique made this statement. We're here in your Earth's orbit. The stakes couldn't be higher. Call us in. And I mean, we're all a bit on edge. Um, I don't know. I guess she's nudging us to call them all forward. And the thing is, is that on my website, I have something that I channeled. If you go to the Nasara page, it's under the tab that says more. And you just put your cursor there. And a few more names of pages will pop up. And choose the one that says Nasara. And when you go to that Nasara page, you will see information about Nasara, its provisions, etc. But then under that, it says your daily declaration to petition for divine intervention to enact Nasara law now. I was just saying this earlier today. It's a very, um, it's a pretty powerful affirmation or proclamation. And excuse me, the idea is to speak it aloud uh, every morning or as often as you can. Um, and it, it, it goes on. It's, it maybe takes two or three minutes to say the whole thing. But if you want, 
skip to the part where it says hear us now and we're speaking to source energy we're speaking to the ashtar command to to everyone to the ascended masters the archangels and says hear us now join with the ascended masters in the power of all our souls and break forth through the false shields that have for too long blocked your empowered interventions and intervene on a level such as never before seen on this planet pave the way for Nasara's enactment including complete disclosure of the non-terrestrial and extra-dimensional beings who live on and around Earth. Pave the way for Nassar's immediate enactment, including full announcement of the arrest of those responsible for the old false government structures and those calling, carrying out their orders. Pave the way for Nassar's immediate enactment, including announcement of the tribunals and trials these ones and their false overlords now face. Pave the way for Nassar's immediate enactment by steadying the heart-mind of every child, woman, and man on the earth, so that they're not only ready for complete renewal of all life on this planet, but ready to celebrate and accept the great changes unfolding now in the liberation of earth and all her beings, and pave the way for our ability to rejoice, to give thanks, to know that this is so now and forevermore. You know, even if we just say that part, any of that, that uh, to me qualifies as calling in uh, the higher forms of benevolent galactic assistance and angelic assistance. And um, I know it's our responsibility. It just kind of rattled me that she said that the stakes couldn't be higher. If you have any insight, Rama, I mean, you heard it. If you've got any special insight as to what she was referring to, I don't know if she's talking about more war or more depopulation agenda or whatever, um, but I would love to hear your your input on that. What I believe, and just real briefly, um, late, uh, uh, Master Commander Rama, as, as you um, consider your response, and Carolina, just let you know that was uh, the last piece of my question too, um, because many of us feel we have been calling, trying to call in assistance. Yeah. Yeah. What I what I'm hearing, kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I just want to concur with you. What I'm hearing is. Since we keep saying, hey, we're reaching out, we're calling, um, and they yes. keep saying, yes. call, just like you said, just like you read yeah. just now, in terms of pave the way, there still yeah. needs to be, they're, they're now, yeah. they're trying to, um, can, what's that? I was just going to say that the whole thing on that Nasara page, I, I channeled that whole affirmation that from the collective, and that's why Tara was feeling the collective were wanting to say something. I think because I was feeling yeah. the nudge to, to read at least part of that proclamation, and um, I feel like yeah, people like you and me are calling them in every day with our expectations and our mental images, even when we don't say the actual words. But um, I don't know who is she speaking to because if she's speaking to Ram and Tara and and their community. I think we are calling them in, you know. So I I don't know. But that that comment opened up what you just shared with us, what you and and, and Tara, you know, connected on, and what you just shared with us. I feel, and it still is about kind of con- conditioning uh, more of the quote unquote hundred forty four thousand on this planet to prepare for the greater assistance that we need right now. They're helping us to 
be able to, you know, to, 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 to team up with them, I think, in a sense. The ground crew, so to speak. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. That's the best I can say, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you let you guys all, all respond. Thank you so much. Thank you. I Carl. would concur, Commander Carlton, that and Caroline. Yeah, Sweet Angelique, the cat was saying the stakes couldn't be higher because we're in the flux of the change. Also, uh, to add to that. Uh, uh, Zelensky is definitely working the Nazi program, and he is not a hero. He is actually killing his own people. But that's saying, not discussed in our news no, over here. No, and it and saying that it's Putin that's doing it when he's he's actually bombing his own people. That's something that you're not going to hear anywhere. But that is the insidiousness of what's going on. And that's going on with full complicity by Biden and all of these characters over here in this, this oligarchical play we're watching from here. That's really a hard one for people to get because in general, people have to start asking more, you know, that's the keep on saying we're here and everything that we do and be as we move, you know, through our lives and share like this, it touches everybody. Everybody can feel that vibration. I can only say that 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 works. It does work. At the same time, you know, we're sitting here on pins and needles where Two very, very hot spots are Ukraine and uh, Taiwan. Yeah. And they're both the arrogance of the West. You know, it's the arrogance with which we behave and lie to the people. I mean, there's nothing really that you can find that's, I do spend a lot of time listening with all ears. Yesterday, AOC had a few words to say, and I, could have a glimmer of hope coming from her <laughs> and because she knows. And yet uh, we're in this place where there's an extreme energy. Is it not true? I mean, the extreme energy of certain characters, I pointed out, Mr. DeSantis, and uh, Got a one, uh, got a pretty intense one there in Texas too, Mr. Bragg Abbott. Uh, there's 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 more to be said for nonviolent uh, dialogue, and that that revolution and being 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 the light that we came here to be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that helps. I just, and, rem- and remember. The the mainstream press doesn't tell you about the internal trade war between China and Taiwan. Oh. Because you see, you have to remember, think back how many years ago when there weren't any factories in China, like they are now. So China decided to build all the factories and do everything cheap. Taiwan decided the other way. No, we're going to build factories. 
but we're going to build quality because that's what we're known for is quality parts and pieces. Mm-hmm. Where China took brand A and made brand C, D, E, and F, and G, and they all fall apart. <laughs> Taiwan, no, they're not going to do that. And that's what you don't hear about. And that's why there's always this war between China and Taiwan. It's because China thought because they're so much bigger and they had so many more factories and so much more workers, they could literally take over what Taiwan was doing. Mm. No. A friend of mine went over to Taiwan. Then he went over to China. He said the 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 difference in the thinking of the people, the thinking of the workers, of of the managers, of the of the whole process is totally different in Taiwan. They actually still care about what they're doing. He said, and this is why a lot of these factors in Taiwan, people will work there for a lifetime because they do care about the factory, because it's their livelihood. And some factories allow the workers to buy shares in the factories, but you never hear about that. You see, for a long, long, long time, when you told the people that love their iPhone, ask them one very simple question. Where did Apple buy the screens from? And then so Apple made it. So I looked into that. No. For about 10 years, Apple was buying their screens from Samsung because Samsung had the only factory large enough to build good quality screens for that many numbers. So we have to realize that in these certain things, there are many things that we buy that are only manufactured by one or two manufacturers. We've got hundreds of different trade names on them, but only one or two manufacturers buy them. So we have to realize that we're in the middle of all of this. And when all these new technologies come out, do we really need an electric car? When we understand that one of the vehicles that has to move the earth to get the minerals for that battery for the Tesla car burns 1,800 gallons of fuel a day. A day. And they run some of these things 24 hours a day. So is that a real representation of something that's green? No, we're being sold a bad bill of goods. When I did my research many, many years ago into alternative fuels and making fuels that actually reduce automobile pollution, I could not, the EPA scientists could not give me a valid reason how they could get the internal combustion engine that breathed air to put out non-polluted air when the very air it was breathing was polluted. So we have to go to a different method. And this is one thing that Mr. Kesh is saying. We have everything that the universe has given us for all this propulsion. We can go all over the universe and it doesn't harm anything. What's stopping it? What's stopping all this coming out? The oligarchs, all these heads of all these companies, they're like I always say, it's the dinosaurs running the oil companies. The dinosaurs don't want to run it anymore. And that's the truth. A lot of them want to get out of the business because they're beginning to realize that it, it it's a losing cause. So like Rama had said, we're in this transition. We just have to 
you know, we're all on a horse. We went from the horse to the carriage to the car to realizing that, hey, horse wasn't so bad. He didn't complain. At least he got there and they didn't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars for insurance and all this other stuff. But he got me there and was a little slower. So the universe always provides our guides and masters and whatever else you want to call it. We call upon them for help, but everybody's been indoctrinated by all the religions that some man's going to come out of the sky on a cloud and he's going to fix everything. Don't worry. He'll be here next week. Well, we've been hearing that for thousands of years. We are the ones we're waiting for. The only ones that are going to save us from ourselves is ourselves. That's what we have to try to get the people to understand. I pass the talking stick. I see Mike is going to say something. Thank you, Andy. <clears throat> I just wanted to interject. Number one, let's all take some deep breaths and lighten this energy up. And I want to acknowledge our caller, Carlton, for calling in and invite others to call into the show. 323-744-4841 and 888-429-5471. And just so you know, that's a toll-free number from anywhere. So feel free to call that 888 number at 429 Five four seven one, and I'll just add before Micah starts in um, that there are many things that we know not of, and many things that are going on behind the scenes. And once again, I would just encourage us all to stay in the moment. And allow the future to be unknown. And celebrate the present moment. Because the fear, the anger, the upset, all the negativity is just loose for the dark side. It's everything that we are. changing and the only way we can change it is to be at peace within ourselves to do the work that we're here to do and that's called enlightenment and that means we stay in the light within ourselves, centered, grounded, and knowing the truth. For we are the vibration that will change and make this difference on this planet. As Randy has assured us, and we all know, 
that there's no one out there, quote, going to save us. Because we're not here to be saved. We're already saved. We're already enlightened. We're already the winners. And we chose this opportunity. We chose this experience. And stay in that moment of gratitude, of love and appreciation for everything that is working. And let go of the scenario that's in turmoil now because we don't need your energy added to the turmoil. We need your energy as peace and love and light and understanding and compassion and knowing that we are all one. There's no dark and there's no light against us. There's nothing against us. We're all connected. We're all unified. We're all selected and to be one with each other. And I'll pass the talking stick to Micah if he still has something to say. And then to Caroline, because I see both of them unmuted. You want to go first, Caroline? Well, yeah, thanks, Micah. I was just going to say, I agree, and I, I, I feel that this is one of the great um, conundrums and also areas for learning um, of our times that we have to sort of hold in one hand the immediacy of the demands being made on us and the requirement that we do call in assistance on many levels and yet hold in the other hand the beauty of the present moment and take full responsibility somehow for how we're feeling and and do what we can to remain in balance. I I feel like it is a bit of a conundrum, and this is why I get kind of rattled when Rama's contacts say things like the stakes could not be higher. And I'm, you know, um, I grant that they're free to say whatever they want, and it's up to us how we how we take it. I just I just feel like we're under enough pressure on this planet. We don't need to hear things like that. Um, I do have my complaints and my arguments at times with some of Rama's comments or sorry not his comments his contacts and with King of Swords and I do speak with them in the you know I don't know what you call in the etheric telepathically whatever and um, I get some interesting answers but I feel like this is um, just part of our exploration at this point and not necessarily out of order you know I think that's just natural questioning and exploring yeah but i'll pass the talking stick to to micah go ahead micah thank you caroline um and greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos um i do just have a a few pieces of information i wanted to share and i share this uh in a way that i mean for people to be enlightened with the, the knowledge um, but I've been following this Dr. Artist thing for a little while, ever since that Watch the Water episode came out. And I just saw another 
interview with him last weekend, and he came out with a peer-reviewed study, scientific study, that they did tests on COVID patients, and uh, unanimously, they all tested with 36 different types of venom <clears throat> in their bodies. Is a peer-reviewed scientific journal from October 2021. Now, uh, it's knowledge, and I don't mean to, I'm not saying this to scare people, but the, the good news is more and more of this is coming out. And I feel like this is, you know, we're getting so much closer to full exposure, which is, that's really how it all ends is when they become fully exposed, you know? And uh, so with that knowledge, now we know uh, if, you're, if you're feeling sick or something like that, why not try <clears throat> what other studies have been proven to, uh, to neutralize the effects of venom, <clears throat> which is uh, melatonin and uh, NAC and acetylcysteine and zinc. And uh, they also said zinc and copper. And I find that really interesting because <clears throat> as soon as this whole thing started back in, uh, what was it, 2020, I guess, right? Um, they, uh, Mr. Kesh at the same time released the cup of life, which is a zinc and copper materials. <laughs> and he started saving people's lives that were actually using this, this plasma water. So I strongly encourage people to study and learn about plasma science and technology and make your own GANS plasma uh, and drink it and spray it on your body and, you know, do things that are going to uplift your mind, body and spirit. And the plasma, it helps to balance the emotions. So it's really helpful in these times that are so crazy up and down. Uh, and um, yeah, and then also with that, um, it was interesting because the guy that was interviewing Dr. Artis, he had just done this um, documentary or something on uh, ancient cults. And when Dr. Artis talked to him about the venom and the snake, he was like, oh my God, because he had just been studying this ancient cult that is called the Brotherhood of the Serpent which goes all the way back to Enki and Enlil. And maybe Rama and uh, Tara might be able to share a little more on that one. But I just thought that was very interesting. And um, so more and more of this is coming to light. And, uh, you know, not to worry, everyone, we are definitely going to make it through this without a doubt. And with that, I pass the talking stick back to you. Thank you, Micah. I'd like to add that there is technology and it's very affordable. I've been working with it. I'll share more information as I have it. And um, interestingly enough, it's coming out of China and it is affecting all the people who have been exposed, who have been jabbed. And it's helping those people and even with the shedding. And so to me, we are getting answers. We just have to keep our uh, ears and eyes open because the technology is out there and it is available um, and affordable as well as easy to use. So there is hope. 
And I hope that brings everybody to a lighter space. And now I pass the talking stick to Rama in case you want to answer Micah. Uh, yeah, I could say Enki and Enlil are yeah, in the mix of this story that goes back to Babylon and it's about the um, mind control and twisting the DNA strands for useful purposes from the dark side of the force as opposed to the office of the Christ because it's it's a huge story and we're only starting to just get little glimmers of it just how huge this story is and um, there's a lot more to Sumeria and Babylon and Iraq and this whole area of the Middle East that we haven't been told. That's another place, another time. I passed the talking stick. Well, there was something about copper and what was the other one? Zinc. Copper and zinc. And Anki and Unlil. Is there any I just know that all the um, metals um, that, you know, were used in the technology the Anunnaki had, it was... um, I think that the copper is emerald green ray. Yeah. And I'm not sure about zinc. I keep on getting silver. Yeah, I know. That's know an the interesting comment. The emerald green is off. The, co- <clears throat> the copper and the zinc are uh, to to neutralize the the, the venom, the venom yeah. poisoning. That's ah, important. Yeah. It's important. Uh, yeah. But but the the snake part and the brotherhood of the serpent is what I was referring to, which is an ancient cult that apparently goes back and i can't remember which one it was it was either enki or enlil that started this brotherhood of the serpent cult and and then the other one started a different one it had to sorry go ahead rama it had to do with the interbreeding of the humans Mm -hmm. along with some of the uh, reptilian extraterrestrials that were part of this story. Well, isn't that interesting? Because uh, from all the studies that we've seen, it apparently appears that they've been injecting snake venom mRNA gene sequencing into these shots. But I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not a doctor or anything. I can't verify. But all I can say is there's a lot of different studies that are peer reviewed that are there for people to view you can do your own research that's what i recommend is to do your own research like this dr artist has done for four months 16 hours a day of research finding patents and different studies and different companies that produce they specifically produce snake venom and snail venom 
that's their job and they're they're all linked to these other companies and the paper trail is all there it's just uh it's quite quite an interesting um expose let's say did you say snakes and snails yes that's what they found in their peer-reviewed study uh there was 20 different types of snake venom uh one was from mostly from the king cobra and also the crate snake which is another viper and the other 16 uh venoms they're venom like peptides uh which were from the cone snail which is possibly the most poisonous animal on the planet it's uh its venom is so toxic it will kill you with one bite mm. I didn't know snails could bite. <laughs> it's a it's a fairly big snail, and uh, I guess it, I don't know exactly how the venom is released from it. But I all I do know is its its venom is extremely lethal. <clears throat> there there are large snail shells that you can't touch apparently because they're poisonous. And Maybe that's what it is. You just can't even well. touch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just there. They don't have to bite you. <laughs> there you go. It's a defense mechanism, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Where do they, uh, where do they, I know they live yeah. in the water, but where in? Um, I, I'm pretty sure Australia. Australia uh, has some of yeah. the most poisonous of everything on the planet. I, I, I don't really have any plans going to Australia anytime me soon. Neither. Oh. Me neither. Believe, believe you me, I'm fine without it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Australian people are so lovely. They're so they wonderful. are. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, kill, the my cone God. snail will, it, it, as soon as the fist touches it, Bye-bye. That's how deadly it is. And you have to realize that in the ocean, there there are, there's a little black snake. I can't remember. I think it's a mamba. Something like a mamba snake. It's a tiny one, really, really tiny, yet it's the most deadliest snake. I've heard of that. Uh-huh. And, and, and th- th- these are things. And then we haven't even scraped the surface yet of all the animals that live so far and down in the depths of the ocean that there's no light. And right. these 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 fish and animals they create their own plasma energy to light where they're going, but yep. they have no bodies because it's so much pressure. It's it's basically they're like jellyfish. Yeah, so we haven't even scraped the surface of all the critters that live on the planet. So you know, yep. a lot of people ask the question, "Why do we want to go to the moon? We've never been to the depths of the ocean." <laughs> So, and, and as anyone who's been following Mr. Kesh knows, we're going to go to the uh, moon in June. Now, are we going to go there physically or what? No one knows yet. He hasn't said. <laughs> we, ha- we have to realize something. Our soul can go anywhere. Anywhere in the universe. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter. The biggest thing we have to understand about when our soul goes in the universe, uh, we're recognized by our energy fields. Not by our names that we go by on Earth. In the cosmos, you're recognized by your energy. But we've been trained in entertainment by the sci-fi community 
of all these things. Yes, it's nice to have references, but all that was nothing more than programming and preparation for what we're about to actually live in real time going on right now. Like Rama says, if you sit in the bar on a galactic ship, who knows what who's going to sit down beside you? <laughs> you don't know. But realize something, that they all recognize each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. And right now, the Bashats are wild with energy. They're right. absolutely wild with energy because they know the most important and final mission has already begun. It's ongoing now. But remember that when you're the universe's best stealth, I want to call it, military unit, from what we can understand, you're not going to tell anybody what's going on. No one. Maybe the captain knows. And mother knows. That's about it. Because like someone asked me, well, how are we going to arrest all these guys? What about all the policemen? I said, there's not one single human being that can be trusted on the planet with that kind of operation. That's why it's a galactic operation. So we have to realize that that I, I was told in the in the middle eighties that the CAA had roomfuls of people on the internet. What do you think we have today? We've got buildings full of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, anyone that wants to know more about the involvement of the MK Ultra, Kathy O'Brien has oh. now put out her documentary. <gasps> You go to her site, I'll put it to give it to Penny. She and I paid the $13. I'm gonna sit and watch it tonight. It's her story turned into a movie. She's been working on this for years. What's the name of the website, Randy? Uh, just one second. I really have to just one sec here. Give me one sec. It's sitting in my browser. Uh, where are you? I think, can I back up? Back up again. Back up again. Oh. Uh, T-R-A-N-C-E dot movie. Trance dot movie. Yeah, just a minute. Let me just bring it and put it into copy and put it in and see if that comes up. Trans dot movie? No. Yes, yes. Trans dot movie. T-R-A-N-C as in Charles. T-R-A-N-C-E dot movie. Then it gives you. Not trans, not trans. (coughs) T-R-A-N-C-E. Trans. C like in Charlie, not like zebra. All right. Yes. Right. Trans. Mind control, human slavery and healing. Right. Right. Then you simply watch now and you purchase the movie. Because it's only available online. She's not going to put it out in DVD or anything like that. Uh huh. Oh my! Well, you watch it tonight and tell us what you what you think. Just a sec. I have to stop. Well, I watched the first two or three minutes of it, and boy, some of the images and stuff that she has. You have to remember that when they put their book out, when they put their book out, they had they had. When they came to Canada, I was part of the people that sponsored them to come to Canada. They bought tables and tables and tables full of documentation to back everything up. Yeah. 
and she has a little house in the States. She has another house where she keeps all this paperwork. Mm-hmm. The the movie was Transformation of America, right? No, I don't know. It's just no. Trans oh, that was the, movie. the book. That was that the, was the book. book. And now yeah. the movie is about her life. She That's... talks about her life, Sorry. and yeah. she talks about her what her father did and how the whole thing started. And she backs it up with pictures and documentation. I only watched three or four minutes of it. I said, "Oh wow! No wonder it took how many years she did to work on this." So realize that the this is part of this is part of the disclosure. People like her coming out, she's telling these be, things. She's got to be really protected. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to realize that that you know nothing can really harm us. No, you can kill that physical body, but last night in the discussion, and everyone should go watch. Last night's cash meeting, because Mr. Cash got into a real heavy discussion on why do we treat the body so bad after the soul leaves it? And he goes into the energy aspects of what we do to the body after the soul has left it. Mm. So it is quite the discussion. It is quite the discussion. Then he gets into the importance of what's happening in your cups. And and the different things that the cups are creating and the the energy field is creating. It's not so important about the plasma. It's more important about the energy field that it's creating and the fact that you're a pl- walking plasma unit. Mm-hmm. All of us are. Mm-hmm. Every single person, every single plant, every single animal. The planet. Yeah. The universe is plasma. So if we're going to venture off the planet, into the rest of the universe and go boldly where no man has gone before, we have to be ready and prepared to do that. So this is why we must prepare our body, our mind. The soul already knows. It's no no problem. We do it every night. And sometimes we remember and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we wake up and say, what the heck did I just Feel, see here, it makes no sense because you're trying to make sense of another dimension and another awareness with your 3D mind that has all these references based in 3D. It won't work. The soul's not based in 3D. The soul's based in the universal plasmatic energy. I pass the talking stick. Or Randy, before you go off the air. Tell us again, what's the date when Cash is going to? June 6th, 2022. And then he's going to go in five minutes to the moon. Is that right? going to go to the moon. The vehicle can go to the moon and back in five minutes. It takes more time to speed up and slow down than it does the actual flight. So you have to also realize that he has also said that if we take a fleet of these things, and we land them on the moon. You don't need a spacesuit. You don't need any of that. You will land them in a circle. And they will create a dome of energy where you can stand in the dome of energy. You're fed all the food you need. You're fed all the oxygen you need. And you don't wear a mask. You don't wear a suit or anything. And you can observe what's going on on the moon. Mm. Or <laughs> Mars or Zeus or Jupiter or Saturn or wherever. Mm. But it just happens to be that the moon is close. 
But like we discussed the other night, when you see the moon up there shining, the moon doesn't give off any energy. What you're seeing is the reflection of the plasma energy of the sun being reflected back to you from the moon's surface. That's right. And remember, the stars are still there. I remember as a kid, I was freaking out. My mom was going on, the moon's up in the sky. She says, it's always there. (laughs) But I said, it only comes out at night. She said, it's been there all the time. (laughs) So it's it's our perception of what we're looking at. When the sun's shining, the stars are there, the moon's there, the galaxies are still there. And remember that this is the other thing. I'm going to ask a question. When we go through this big dimensional shift, we're in it already. Um, are we still going to have daylight, nighttime? Or are we going to change into something totally different? We don't know. We haven't wrote that part of the future yet. Like some of the people that did the Montauk experiment, they couldn't get past 2012. That was a wall. No matter what they did, they couldn't get past 2012. Yeah. It's because everything changed energetically at that time. And the Mayans couldn't find another big enough rock to start the 2013 calendar. So they just left it at that. And actually what happened then was that's the time they left. They left and they knew what was going to happen. So they left. They went into another dimension. They went back home, so to speak wherever that may be, and realize that we all came back to this planet right now. We need 7 billion, 8 billion souls to anchor the light in this coming from the cosmos to transform everything. We could use another 7 or 8 billion. Lots of room. Lots of room. Realize there are there are lands and things in these countries that you go to Australia and you drive and you drive for hours and hours and hours and there's nothing, nothing, nothing. The outback, they call it. Right. So there's no such thing as overpopulation. The only overpopulation would be in the high rises of like New York where it's insane. Right. Or China or Hong Kong. Go to Hong Kong and realize just and look at the years the history of Hong Kong. I remember flying into Hong Kong the first time when the old airport and you had to bank to miss the set of apartment buildings and look out the window and you could almost see the guy in there eating his rice. That's how close it was. Until they reclaimed land and built a new airport. So folks, imagine walking out and going, okay, uh, I want to go to Egypt. Boing. Teleportation chambers right there. Step into the chamber, where you go, you go in Egypt, there's no customs, there's no suit, there's nothing needed, and you're there. That's the technology that the universe has had. And we're being gifted that if we have no war. And I've always asked the question, these great big meetings, they all get together, they all talk. They only get together to talk. They don't resolve anything. And the only thing they talk about is the fact that we're going to get together next month to do the same thing. And uh, are we all making money selling guns and stuff? Yeah, okay, good. We'll have peace talks again tomorrow. I pass the talking stick. 
Randy. Uh, a question for you, uh, Rama. Based upon your report and what Caroline was questioning you about, does this indeed mean that we are close to Nasara? I mean, we say that we are. We, you know, we keep asking for, you know, salvation, so to speak, or or change, and it just makes me wonder, um, with the threat of nuclear attack from whatever side it may be coming from, and yet being assured that that's not going to happen, does it in fact mean that we are close? to what we're all here to create. I would say yes, we are. So this this heated up moment and this, you know, as things accelerate, uh, we are being brought closer to the resolution. And to the answer. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, great. And Caroline, I pass the talking stick back to you because I'm feeling you have some questions for Rana. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I was just, um, when I was looking at my notes here and what Rama was saying, um, I was just noticing that. Uh, Sweet Angelique had also said that she was gathering amino acids at the Arctic Circle and sending them to the amino acid computers on the New Jerusalem. Do you have any idea what that's about, Rama, why she would do that? Um, It has to do with the changes in our atmosphere, along with the electromagnetic field of the Earth in relation to what the sun is doing to our magnetic field, because it is doing wild gyrations that our news agencies or our scientists aren't telling us. And it is about our physical transformation in our bodies, as well as the sun. All of this data um can be uh translated into pulses of light and frequency that sweet angelique the cat uses uh, like a handheld pad that sends light pulses to the main computers on the New Jerusalem, which act in the same manner. They're light pulses with various colored lights. And these light pulses work with the amino acids along with the electromagnetic energy. That's as much as I know. And amino acids in the universe are the first level of communication for any living organism. Yeah. 
Because in the human form, the amino acids were formed before the proteins. So with carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen, you need certain kinds of amino acids to keep these bonds together to form what we call physicality. And Mr. Keshe said many, many times, if you only knew the importance of the little amino acids that are growing inside your cups, he said, it's phenomenal what they can do. I took the amino acids and they're very difficult to scoop out. And I took them, I put them in test tubes and I put them in my pockets. For an entire day, I didn't want any food. Mm. I was living off that energy of those amino acids. So this is what we're talking about. About when we have this transformation into these other realms of how fast we can heal the earth. Imagine if we don't need to harvest all the things we harvest to feed the body. And that goes with all the animals as well. Just think of those ramifications. I pass the talking stick. you, Caroline. Well, um, the other interesting comment was that the reason everything is happening on this planet is because of the transfiguration of the sun. Is the sun so completely central to the, the planet's ascension? I thought it was a little bit of a bigger picture than that. Is everything based on the sun transfiguring in terms of our planet ascending and us ascending and you know, I was just a little surprised. I know it's important, but um, anyway. It's a number one portal for cosmic energies. Uh, can, 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 um, um, that, this is Tara. I just ahead, immediately remembered Mother Segment explaining this long time ago. See, our sun connects to the sun in the center of the earth. And there's a pattern, and uh, and those are the last two stops. It starts from the great central sun in the Pleiades, <laughs> and that great central sun travels to a place called Helios and Vesta. The solar logos, the sun behind our suns. Right, and then that said. that energy. And it brings the violet flame. It brings the violet flame through all of these sun ports, you might say. So it's the great central sun to Helios and Vesta, the solar logos sun, to our physical sun, Saul, to the sun in the center of the earth. The Terra. The Terra. And that doesn't stop. It keeps moving back all the way up (laughs) to the great central sun and back down to the sun in the center of the earth. And it goes through our bodies from our crown chakras, all the way through all of our chakras down to the bottom of the feet and below the feet and all the way down there and back up again. And all these beings called suns work with electromagnetic energy and amino acids and pulses of light. Um, I, I remember this 
you know, this is uh, going off the deep end, but I remember this episode of Star Trek Next Generation, and Q showed up in this episode, and he was showing Captain Picard where he began this story billions of years ago in as the earth was forming there were pools of different kinds of proteins and amino acids and other kinds of life forms and there was a sentience to the, these uh, goo-like substances that there's there's an awareness in of itself that's being guided by I can only describe it as all that is the almighty the force that in a way moves these energies to connect with each other to create that spark of life, so to speak, how amino acid chains are formed and electrical pulses. After all, we are electromagnetic energy as well, plasma. Yes. Yes, right. I'm what I'm getting is that um there is light coming into this galaxy. Um, yeah, from, you know, the universal sun. Um, but our sun is a physical representation and, of, yes. of what, you know, of the, of the, the universal sun, a great central sun. And, and our, the light we receive into our bodies, that's also representation because really it's our spirits that are evolving uh, and our consciousness and um, it's interesting because they say that the indigenous peoples of many countries or many um, parts of the world used to worship the sun. And what I'm getting is it wasn't really worship. It was communion. It was connection. That's right. Yeah. Very interesting. And I know, you know, the last uh, abundance call we had, the collective said, oh, you know, your inner earth sun is connecting to your son's soul. And I had no idea of that. And I'm glad that you explained it because I thought, what? They're in dialogue? What is that? <laughs> I mean, are they exchanging energies or encouraging one another? Or what do you think that means? All, all the bodies of the sun systems are sentient. Every single yeah. one of them. Yes. They, commun- yes. they communicate yeah. with light and color and sound vibration. This is the music of the spheres. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, we recognize it on this planet as you might hear it as static or white noise, but there is a sentience and continuity to that static that actually has a voice if you listen long enough. We're also connected to the Sirius star system. We're yeah. One, well, our sun is one of the stars of the Sirius star system. Um, that's, you know, besides Sirius A, Sirius B, and Sirius D, there's a, our sun Sol is part of that. 
Yes. That's another important piece. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that's, that's why we, our children of, why we, mother always says, greetings, children of raw. And it, it's, and it's much bigger than just the, um, uh, twisting it just to a worship of the sun as a physical object and so on. It's it's a much larger uh, thing that Mother is saying. Yes, Penny, very good. Yes. Also connected to why all of nature has consciousness. And we can connect to that consciousness because nature is nurtured by the sun. Yep. And if the sun is sentient, then all of nature, including us, since we are part of nature, is sentient. And everything in nature is sentient. Yes, and Benayak, there is a sun in the center of the earth, and there are fifth dimensional light cities hundred of them inside the earth and they have a beautiful sunshiny day going on there too. That's also ties into the the fire letters of the Keys of Eno. Oh boy. Yeah. I've been looking at that Keys of Eno this week. Uh guess <laughs> got us go back there and read some stuff. Look at the symbols. Don't read it so much. Look at the symbols and, and look at the symbols and bring the symbol into the into the higher mind and soul and let the symbol talk, mm. not the words. Mm, okay. That's what I learned when I had the book many years ago. You still have it, right? No, I give it away. <laughs> someone <laughs> someone else needed it. Someone else needed the awareness. So I gave it away. Huh. I did the same, Randy. This is the understanding of the universe. It's give and take. Right now, we have many, many humans on the planet that all they're doing is taking. And they're not giving. So the universe is going to give them a teach. Mother, the barbecue sauce is ready. I put it on the barbecue this morning. I was going to say, instead of the word take, when we turn it around and say give and receive, that's a whole different uh, vibration. Yeah. That's all. Are we all complete? Are we ready to close the show? Is anybody closing comments? Thank you for rewarding so Go and ahead, thank, uh, thank you for your fortitude and your perseverance and your constancy, all these beautiful qualities that you embrace. And thank you for being with us. Thank you. Caroline, you, I think we were talking over each other. Oh, I'm oh. just saying thank you so much for hosting the NIAC and really good discussion. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Caroline. My pleasure. Closing comments, Randy? Well, remember. We're the ones that are going to save ourselves. So remember, 
that you are a universe into yourself. And if you don't like what you see in your universe, change your mental attitude. Let your soul guide you. Don't let the TV or the book or that or this. Let your soul guide you. Soul knows. And remember, we are one. Randy, Micah, closing comments? Yeah, you know, just uh, stay happy and healthy, everyone. And uh, focus only on us making it through this. Yeah. Many blessings to all of you. And Penny, closing comments. Thank you, Micah. Yes, when you're feeling down in the dumps, just go sing. That's all you have to do. Go dance. Go go dance and go sing, but especially singing. singing <laughs> but I'm biased. Toning, mantras, do whatever pleases and lifts you up. And with that, we're going to close the show. Uh, call on Don for the closing music. And I wish you all a very good now experience. And thank you all for listening. And please do share this show with everyone you know. Mahalo. Don Maestro.